0: Our topic on this morning is the maturing Christians. Amen. In this new life we live as Christians, we grow towards perfection, adding godly characteristics day by day. A Christian should not stay in one spot every day without seeking to grow. Amen. We ought to want to grow as close to God as we possibly can. Amen. Because, see, when God comes in the defense of his people, we must be as close to Him, Amen, so that He'll know our whereabouts. We all uh, started out with God with uh, much imperfection, huh? Oh, how much imperfection we walked when we started out! But as we continue to walk with Him. We grow closer to our goal to be saved and be perfected. Amen. Because you and I have to come to the grips that we ain't saved until it's over. That's why he tells us to run on to see what the end is going to be. Amen. So the grace of God covers and shields us while we grow in grace and ammunition of the Lord. We have to just not say, well, I'm saved by grace, but grace covers you in the process of your growing stage. So you don't want grace to cover you and then you get before the Lord and you ain't grown an inch. And he going to tell you all of this grace that I supplied you, I gave you a measure of grace every day. And I all the grace that I gave you and you didn't do nothing with it. Come on, somebody. So that's why you got to grow in grace, not sit still in grace. Come on now. Grace was not supplied to give to make saints lazy and do nothing. Grace was not supplied for saints of God not to grow as close to God as they possibly can. Come on, y'all. So, when we begin to show a different character from the kind we once were, it's a sign that we're maturing in Christ. When you start showing God... Something different from when he found you. Come on now. From where he pulled you out of. Amen. When he starts seeing those things in you, then he can say that you are growing. You are coming to a maturity stage. Now, when you come into a maturity stage, Everything that comes your way is not going to be likened to your taste. Why do you say that? Because guess what? God knows what it takes for you to mature. You don't. So therefore, whatever God brings to your taste for you to eat on, you need to eat it whether you like it or whether you don't. Because guess what? It's for your spiritual man to grow, not your flesh. Amen. So, you show God a different character in you. We are not at the point to where we have done everything right. But know that it is the mercies of God that we have not been consumed. Come on now. Now, you think about it. From the time that you have known God and from the time now, look how God has covered you. Look how God has covered us in all our mistakes, in all our imperfections. Even when we knew to do right, we did wrong. But grace was there to cover us because grace gave us an opportunity to correct anything in our life that is wrong. Amen. So, but know that it is the mercies of God that watches over us. It's God's grace and mercy that came to perfect our walk in Christ Jesus to the glory of God the Father. It's all to the glory of God. When God see that he has perfected you. And God see that you have grown. God see that you have matured. Guess what? It's to his glory. It is that God has did something completely and good in your life. So we go to. Divine nature of grace. Paul gave us an accurate description of mankind in his natural state. He declared that we walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air. That was our past life history. Uh -uh. We walked in the lust of our own flesh. We did what we wanted to do, how we wanted to do it, when we wanted to do it, right or wrong? If it would taste good to the flesh, guess what? We jumped on the bandwagon. One might think that this is the results of life given over to a horrible or horrified sin, or the results of a dire or adverse circumstances of life. This is not referring to an unusual circumstance, but it described the normal condition Of one who had not experienced Salvation through waters of baptism And infilling of the Holy Ghost Now the problem comes here Is when we have been associated With water baptism We have been associated with, 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 with infilling of the Holy Ghost It's now up to the saint of God To grow in grace Am I right about that? So guess what? You got to make sure that you are sitting on a plateau of growth because when God come back, He's looking to find some faith in you. Yeah. And, and, and if you don't, find, if the faith ain't growing in you, you ain't maturing either. Because faith causes you to mature spiritually. Come on, somebody! Not by what you see, not by what you go through. So we continue to struggle with our Adamite nature while grace of god is maturing us with his divine nature we still caught up in Adam stuff come on somebody god's still trying to pull some of that adam stuff out of us and replace it with his divine nature so guess what when we refuse to walk by the word of God we refuse to tell God we tell God leave Adam in me come on somebody you tell God I love what Adam was doing and Adam was disobeying so you telling God I love what Adam was doing for our, our nature or our natural nature always want to go back to walling in the sin that we was once in. You gotta watch your appetite. You better you gotta watch what enter in your mind and you act upon it. Because if what enter in your mind and you act upon it, you're going back. Come on now. That's why you gotta fight the good fight of faith. Come on now. Well, let's go to Second Peter. <laughs> Chapter one, and the verse is three. Are we there? I believe i all right. Second, Second Peter, chapter one, verses starting at verse three down to ten. Let's read, please. According as His divine power has given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of Him, whereby seeing the great and precious promises that by these you might be partakers partakers of the divine nature. Read on. Having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust, and beside these, give all diligence, add to your faith, add to virtue, and unto knowledge, and unto temperance, and to patience, and to godliness, and unto brotherly kindness. kindness. For if these things be in you and abound, they make should neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord. But he that lacketh these things is blind. He's what? Blind. Come on. And cannot see afar off, and have forgotten that he was purged from his own sin. Wherefore, the rather brethren, give diligently to make your calling and elect sure, for if you do these things, You should never fail. You got to make your calling sure. It didn't say God got to make your calling sure. You got to make it sure. We get in a habit of trying to put everything off on God. God gave you the best part of it when he gave you grace and told you, said, now you grow in that. Get familiar with what I say. Get familiar with what my words say about your life and grow in it. Come on somebody. Paul urged his readers to grow to spiritual maturity. (laughs) Add. (laughs) Somebody said, add. Add to your faith. Huh? He didn't say let your faith sit still. He said for you to add to your faith. Progress. A saint supposed to progress in the kingdom of God. We are satisfied with sitting still where we is. It indicates that the area of growth that follows after salvation. Once you came to salvation, now it's a growing time. Once you come to salvation, it's time for you to start progressing. It's a process that needs to go on in a saint's life. Anything to spiritual growth if you won't let God save you ain't nowhere in the world you can grow if you refuse to let God save you Amen. you can't be saved without the knowledge of the one true God by grace and truth which came by Jesus Christ then he said mature It's to add virtue. It is to increase in moral excellency. (laughs) Moral excellency. Uh We like to be excellency in our flesh. We like to be excellent in our business. We like to be excellent in how much money we have or the things that we do pertaining to this life. But your excellency should be in the spirit of God. You ought to grow to excellency in the kingdom. You're kingdom people now. Stop acting like you're still at home. Uh Uh-oh. Come on now. Stop acting like that you still stay on the street you used to stay on. You're in the kingdom now. And the kingdom has different principles. So we got to get some more excellent. Constantly following those things that are right in the eyesight of God. And see, the problem is we don't look for what's right with God. Come on, somebody. Only what we see. Then he said, and you got developing some Christian energy. Ooh, Lord, have mercy. In your walk with God. And I did say energy. We need to be energized. Huh? You can tell when the energy is low, it's by what we offer God during our praise service, during our worshiping. We show how much energy we had accumulated in walking with God. And guess what? It's on the low level. Saints, when you come to church, if you leave in church when you came to church, my Lord. Come on, my, my, my. how do you think that you're in the kingdom? My, my, my. On your way to church, you done already left it. You ought to want to come and bask in the glory of God. Now we understand why the glory of God is not in the the house of God like it used to be. Because don't nobody want to bask in God's glory. They want it to hurry up. They want God to hurry up and come in. They want God to hurry up and go out. So that they can exit themselves. Come on somebody that don't sound like a saint that is maturing. Come on now. If, if, if you are not energized to get to the house of God, so guess what? You can get God, whoa, Lord have mercy, more than what you used to do when you was out there in the world. We had more energy out there in the world than we got in the church. Come on, somebody. You woke up energized, ready to get out there in the street. Huh? Amen. And, and, and some of you laid your clothes out that night for that next day. To get ready to hit the street. My right, James? Come on now. Now we make no preparation for the church. We make no preparation to get in and come into the presence of God. Don't you know that you got to be prepared to come into the presence of God? Don't you not know that God got to know that you are prepared to come into his presence? Don't you know that God know that whether or not you want to visit to him or not, and if you don't want to visit him, he don't knock on your door? Come on, come on somebody. Ah. Uh, add knowledge. Oh, boy, that's a good one. Yes. Add some spiritual truth. Huh? Because the letter Kill it But the spirit is what makes it alive You got to allow The word of God To come alive in you In order for you to grow Come on now And know what something now? You can't choose what part of God's word You want to eat You got to eat it all Huh Digest it, because there's one thing about chewing the word of God. But if you don't digest it, come on somebody, if it don't get in your system, it do you no good. You need to know what God says in His Word, huh? Seasoned by His Spirit, that you may grow thereby. If the Holy Ghost if you don't allow the Holy Ghost to season the word of God in you, you will wind up stagnating. You will wind up in a still place. And God came so that you can be alive. He said for you to be a lively stone. Come on somebody. Well in your knowledge develop some intelligence spiritual intelligence cause we all think that we're worldly smart cause the world is smart we know everything but we know nothing about God so you gotta develop some spiritual intelligence the Bible tells you that in all of your getting get an understanding amen you got to un- what understanding he talking about you got to understand god the problem is that we want god to understand us we put forth nothing to understand god at all you know why i know that because y'all use that phrase all the time god know in my heart he sure do know but what about God do you know? That's the, part, that's the part that we have to increase. That's the part that causes us to mature. Is what we know about God. Amen. So. So then you got to add to your knowledge. You notice that it always said add it always said increase. Uh-huh. Come on somebody. It always said go to the next level. Yeah. See, we think that because we started at one level, we can stop right there. But you're supposed to have a constantly increase in God. You gotta go to the next level. When you get through there, you gotta move on to the next level. Because guess what? You got to go into maturity to the end. Because there's always something new in God that you don't know. Then you got to add to your temperance. You got to develop some self-control. huh? When the word of God come across, you got to control yourself. huh? You got to control your anger. You got to control your temper. Come on now. You got to control the way you eat the word of God. Come on now. That's why you need an understanding. You need to develop an understanding. Because a lot of you hear the word of God and eat it wrong. Ooh. Come on, somebody. Yeah. Somebody got to always be talking about you. My Lord. The word of God is talking about you if you feel that way. Come on now. Come on now. Like I told you, Wednesday tonight night? My name ain't James. Yeah. My name ain't Harry. Whatever James said Wednesday night It wasn't me So don't get rocks in your jaws about me I'm just telling you what the word of God said Come on somebody When you go out of here half mad At what the man of God said Guess what It shows lack of maturity You still in your old ways Your flesh is still calling the shots Come on now Wow, God looking for some folks that are ready to grow. Because you know why? Because we're coming into a time now that God going to need some mature folks because of the new folks that will be coming on board. If the new folks come on board and see a whole lot of immature people in here, they're going to wonder, what the heck I'm doing in here? They're fussing and fighting just like the folks out there in the world. Now, I don't you know the when, when 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 the saints of God is mature when other folks come in, the power of God supposed to be working in the life of the mature saints. Come on, somebody, so that the power of God would usher in and somebody will say, What must I do to be saved? Come on, now. Ain't that what they did in the book of Acts? When the power of God came in and they asked the apostles, what must I do to be saved? Is anybody asking you what must they do to be saved? Because we're not allowing the power of God to usher in. And it don't usher in off of an immature saint, because you know what—the word of God cannot be mishandled. Y'all get that? The word of God cannot be mishandled. If God trusts you with His word, you gotta rightly divide the truth. So. You got to exercise while you're exercising self control. And you got to develop, here we go again, you got to develop some patience. Patience endures to the end. Y'all hear that? Your patience must endure till you ain't got no more time left. Endurance is needed in your walk. In your steadfastness with God. You're not going to make it overnight. It's not coming when you think it should come. Come on now. But it's going to come when God gets ready to move. So you got to have some patience waiting on God. And sometimes in our wait for God, we prolong God showing up because of the lack of patience. And we, we prolong it because guess what? We give God a signal that we he, we rushing him. Huh? Uh, Sometimes back in your time you used to pray. And you used to be praying and then you get to stomping your feet like you're going to make God move. Right now, God. Right now. I need it right now, God. That don't move, God. Y'all yeah, not know that. God got a whole world to, to, to attend to. And you think that you can tell him right now? <laughs> like God is just really focused on your every move? Come on now. Your one has got to focus on your every move. God going to tally up your moves at the end time. God's going to tally up all of your moves when he comes down to the great throne of God. That's when he's going to tally up all your moves. You the one has got to keep up with your moves. Now, you the one that's got to grow and mature. You the one has got to make sure that you put one step in front of the other one with God. Hmm. I know it gets hard sometimes, but guess what? It don't lessen. The, it don't lessen it, huh? I know it get rough sometime, but God ain't dropping the standard, huh? I know it get rough sometime, Jane. But what He said for you, He said for me. What I said to one, I said all, huh? God, when you get before God, God is not gonna judge us by a double standard. Then once you Get your steadfastness in order. Huh? While you're waiting on God. Say while you are waiting on God. Add to your character. Add to your character. Wow. My, my, my. Wow. Well, come on, somebody. What is your character saying? Come on. Come on now. Amen. We got to develop, it's it's for us to develop some godly character. We got your character, we got to be progressing to to being uh, uh, the character of Jesus. We got to be like Jesus. Not be like Mike, but be like Jesus. Come on somebody. Not be like somebody in the world, but we got to be like Jesus. This is what our character has to progress toward. Now, we ain't made it there yet, but you better show God some improvement. Then he told us when we get our character, then he said, add some godliness. Ah, godlike. Huh? Let the mind be in you which was in Christ Jesus. Some godlike. Come on somebody Then it won't be so hard uh, To add brotherly love If we strive to be like Christ It won't be so hard For us to add brotherly love Amen So then Here he said And once you add brotherly love Then you need to get you some God love See cause charity Is just another form Of a God love it's God's kind of love, the kind that, that that gives without expecting a return. Amen. This progress, this process, is a life cycle of spiritual growth in all believers. Come on now, you can you can give. unless somebody give you something, huh? You can't give unless unless you're going to get something out of the deal. Amen. But that's not the kind that God expects for us to grow in. Because, see, if we grow in the type of love that God wants us to grow in, it's going to hide a multitude of sins. Amen. Go to Ephesians chapter two. Mm. Ephesians two, verses one through seven. Are we there? Than sin. You were dead. You were a walking dead man. Read the book. Where in time past you walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that worked. In Wait a minute. We were walking, we was controlled by the prince of this air, we was controlled. By the course of this world We were walking Not what we thought we were walking on our own But we were walking the way the devil Wanted us to walk Amen And in our walking We were walking As children of disobedience Hello somebody We didn't know God Didn't want to know God And didn't want to know what he had to say But guess what Grace was still covering you In your walk of disobedience Of the ignorance of God Grace had you covered Up until now Look at your 40, 50, 60 years How you walked against God And God allowed grace To cover you And guess what If you look at the time that we're living in now Folks are falling short of grace At 20, 19, 30 years of age And you made it this far, boy. You ought to have a shot at the camp. Yeah. You made it this far. That grace covered you. If you don't know how to dance, you ought to develop one. Grace uncovered you this far. Come on, somebody. Amen. You know the holes that you was in. You know the places that you went to. You know what you did, and grace covered you this far. My God, my God. Uh, if it had not been for God on my side, I don't know where I would have been. If he had not have been on your side, you don't know where you had to been. Yeah. Come on, somebody. Everybody that's been coming to the knowledge of Jesus Christ And what he did for us Ought to have some dancing in their feet They ought to have a shout in their spirit They ought to have a praise on their lip They ought to have thanksgiving Overflowing out of their mouth God did for us That nobody else could have done Come on, somebody. Third verse says, among who also we had our conversation in time past, in the lust of our flesh, In the what? In the lust of our flesh. So you ain't always been there. Right. Come on, somebody. Right. Read the book. We're feeling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and whereby nature the children are wrapped even even as the folks is out there now, you was a part of them. We was a part of the ones that we all are turning our nose up at. We came from now. We rubbed shoulders with them. We did what they did and even some more. Come on somebody. Four verse says who is rich in what? woo you ought to thank God for being rich in mercy. That he didn't hold no one back from you. That he had enough to cover you from the time you got here until the time you are now. That he had great mercy. And he showed it unto you by keeping you here to give you an opportunity to mature in grace. All right. me Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, thank you, thank you Lord. Read the, Read the book. Even, even when we were dead, had quickened us together with Christ by by who? So it ain't about you. You didn't do a thing. You didn't do a thing to get saved. Only thing that you had to do was believe. But the work was done in Christ Jesus. By grace you are you better let grace save you. Huh? You better let grace do a work on you. Come on somebody. Amen. His favor and mercy which you did not deserve. That you are saved, delivered from judgment, and made partakers of Christ's salvation—it's Jesus' salvation, not yours, huh? And, he, and 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 it was His favor to give it to you. Come on now. So you know that's why you shouldn't have a problem of praising God. That's why you shouldn't have a problem of worshiping God for all that he had done for you, for where he brought you from, and he gave you his salvation. You didn't earn it, he just gave it to you. Huh? You didn't deserve it, he gave it to you. Come on, somebody. So, so, so don't think that you had any stock in salvation. Only by the had stock in salvation was Jesus Christ Himself. Amen. Read the book, and it raised us up together and made us to sit together. So why are you still trying to sit down here? If He raised us up to sit in heavenly places, come on, somebody why are we still trying to sit down here in our flesh? why do we still allow flesh to overtake what God is trying to do in us? Wow that something we don't bow to what God is trying to do and he raised us together to have a joint seat with him He wants us to sit with him. Huh? Christ want us to have a joint seat with him wow and we still <laughs> and we still want to sit on the uh, uh, on the same row with the enemy and God trying to get us to change seats wow read the book he might show exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness toward him. <clears throat> you. Know what? Exceeding riches. We don't. We don't want that to be in heavenly places. We want that to be in our pocket. We're not looking for the exceeding riches that's in glory. We trying. We we trying to get God to give us some exceeding stuff to put in our pockets. Amen. And 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 and, 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 and sometimes that might not be good because guess what? That'll make us walk out on God. That'll make us stop putting confidence in our own self. Come on, son. I did this. Come on now. You get the eye problem. Quickly means he made us alive. We were dead. And it was by God's own power. That this action took place. Wasn't on our power. Amen. We weren't looking for God. We had no idea where to find Him. He found you. You didn't find Him. It was with love and kindness have I drawn you. Come on now. You didn't wake up and decide today I'm going to church to be saved. <laughs> When you went to church, God was already pulling on you. Amen. Look at what God's divine power has already accomplished in your life. Amen. Has God accomplished something in you since you've been walking with him? Has God developed anything in you while you've been walking with him? It's about what God has done not what you did. It was the work of God. It was the power of God. Working in your life. Chiseling all stuff. That he wants to come off of you. Somebody need to tell God. Get a bigger chisel. A bigger chisel. Come on Lord. Because see. Lord, long time is running out. And I know I got some stuff. That needs to be chiseled off of me. Uh, so God get a bigger chisel. Come on now. Yeah. When you. When you go to the surgeon and he got to remove some parts off of you, you don't tell him, uh, uh, just cut me a little bit. Don't, 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 don't I, I don't want nothing to show. Uh, 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 just make just a little incision. Come on, somebody. He going to cut you from can to can. Whatever it takes to get whatever out of you It's got to come out And it's going to take a cut Huh? Come on somebody If he don't cut you You certainly not to live Is that right? I got you where I want you If God don't do some surgery on you You are not going to spiritually live If God don't cut some stuff off of you And the thing about God God making an incision that he don't need no more But guess what? He do on the inside God got to do some stuff on the inside of you. He got to perform some surgery on the inside of you. Come on, somebody, so that you can live, so that you can mature. Well, so we know now the thing that has been accomplished in our life was by God working perfection on us. And we have to allow God to work his perfection in our life so that we can live this life on purpose. You can't live this life on purpose if you don't let God work on you. Come on, somebody. Remember the time we walked and we lived according to the world standard. The world thoughts, the pursuits, the world deeds. Man, we ran out this whole lot of stuff. And what did it accomplish us? Nothing. We went into it with zero. We came out of it with zero. Come on, somebody. And a lot of times, we went in it one way and came out of it worse. Until God decided that it's time to pull you up out of the hole that you really in. And when God pulled you up out of the hole that you were really in, then he cleaned you up, he established your going, he put your feet on the rock, and he told you to run on. Come on, somebody. It wasn't about what you did. It was about what he did. So guess what? You need to grow in the things that he did in your life. Come on, somebody. The course of this world still carries powerful influence. Oh, it carried powerful influence in the world system. It carried power influence in world values and lifestyles. Woo! And I know that's right because guess what? Too much of the lifestyle has creeped into the church. Huh? Now it's kind of hard to tell saints from sinners because too much of the lifestyle of the sinner has creeped into the church. And come to be okay. Uh, we have accepted it as being okay. Come on somebody. We accepted it as being come as you are. Now nah, but once you come as you are. You need to make a change. Come on now. You got to change to the ways of God. You can't come at the way you are. And stay as the way you are. You fooling yourself. Come on, somebody! If you stay the way you are, guess what? I have to tell you: if you stay the way you are, you' gonna die and go to hell from the church. Woo! On, Woo! Amen. We gotta change, huh? We gotta change, brothers. Hey. We used to be macho, macho, macho man. We ain't macho man no more, huh? We gotta, we gotta come to the, we gotta come to the point to pull our pants up, keep the zipper zip and the belt closed. Man, I had to put another notch in mine, but pull that belt tight as you can so make sure them pants don't fall down. Come on, somebody. And, 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 and women, if you're having a problem keeping your underclothes on, you better get you some spandex, something that's hard for you to get out of. Oh, 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 By the time maybe you get out of them, you better change your mind. Oh, so what are you saying? Get them extra tight. Still there. Amen. Come on now. The way the world dresses in the church now, uh oh, it's hard for the brother to keep that. death lifestyle that opposes God is hostile to God. You become hostile to God. And when you become hostile to God, you become an enemy of God. Come on somebody. Gotta make sure I keep up with my time because I gotta get down to this other one. Well, we walk by the dictation and the wishes of Satan. Back then we had some conversation. That we don't dare want to repeat now. Some of, I guess some of, most of us do. We had conversation where the devil even said. Did he say what I thought he said? <laughs> Let somebody get angry. Good God Almighty. Boy, they'll start rolling off your tongue. And they'll be saying, did he say that? (laughs) Even when we didn't want to be saved, God loved us and quickened us by making us alive. And because we are morally dead, the Lord gave us spiritual life. He had to bring us to some type of spiritual living In order for us to be alive and live a more righteous life in him. God worked past our filthy conversations to develop us a new tongue. A wholesome tongue. Come on somebody. If God don't change your tongue, ain't nothing else about you changing. Huh? Huh? If God can't stop them four-letter word from coming out your mouth, shoo, my God, my God. Sweet water and bitter water don't come from the same fountain. Amen. So, due to lack of time, we're going to move on to Mature in Grace. Uh just got through battling with our nature. (laughs) But 200th great know that our growth is not an automatic result of the new birth. However, God has not shortchanged us by anything that would result into spiritual success. Not only did God give us the necessary means of faith, and grace and all that contributes to our salvation experience. But he gave them to us in abundance. abundance. Huh? He gave us it in abundantly. So we should not have fallen short till my God didn't give us enough. <laughs> God had enough to go around to everybody. So guess what? When you come to face-to-face with God, you won't be able to tell God that he shortchanged you on anything. Amen. Do not forget, we are new creations in Christ Jesus, created in all and in, in, in and after all of his perfections that is found in Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. However, if we neglect so great a salvation, how can we Escape. Wow, wow. Go to Romans eight and twenty eight Romans eight. With we there. But well, we're gonna bag it up. We're gonna bag it up to the 26th verse. Let's start reading that 26 verse. Likewise, the spirit also helped in our infirmities, but we know not what we should pray for as we ought, But the spirit itself make it intercession for us with groaning which cannot be uttered. Now since we don't know what we ought to be praying for, that's why the pastor has been teaching you on the model prayer. That, 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 that everything that is done in heaven, let it be done on earth. And that earth part is you. What is going on in heaven, let it be done in you. Come on, somebody. And then the scripture says, he, Such as the heart know what's in the mind of the spirit. Because he's making intercession for the saints. according Wait a minute. The Holy Ghost is not going to make no intercession for you. Outside of the word of God. Amen. He knows what the will of God is. He knows what the will of God is for you. And he's going to intercede for you. According to the will of God. Amen. Come on now. Amen. Holy Ghost didn't come. For our appetite. Huh? Holy Ghost came to help us to be saved. Holy Ghost came to help us to walk according to God and be mature. Come on now. Grow in grace. 28th verse says, We know that all things work together for good to them that love God. To de- why do you think that this passage scripture don't work unless it's good? Huh? This passage scripture uh, includes all things: the good and the bad, that what you like and what you don't like. He said he's going to combine them and work them out for your good if you grow in grace. It's a growing process, somebody. Come on, somebody. Amen. So you got to watch how you allow your mind or your other spirit to cause you to get turned upside down about the word of God. Anything that gets turned upside down does what? It spills out. Amen. Amen. So if God, if God gonna fill your cup to it running over, and you dumb enough to turn it upside down, where is it gonna go? It's gonna spill out. And you don't want the grace of God to spill out of your life. You don't want the grace of God, which He came to give you in an abundance, and you turn around and you pour it out. So, God, you're what he's trying to do in your life. Huh? He tried. Look here. He's trying to make you somebody. And you want to continue to be nobody. Because you're trying to be too much of somebody in the world. And God is trying to make you somebody in the kingdom. You got to decide what a somebody you want to be at. Come on, somebody. Huh? Because in the upcoming year, God going to have to have somebody he can use. Is it you? Or will it not be you? Come on, somebody. Well, <clears throat> what was we at? Read 29. Well, he also predestinated to be conformed to the image of his son that he might be the firstborn of the Wait a minute. Wait a minute. He did what? He foreknew. Huh? He foreknew who he had predestinated to be conformed to the image of his son. Not of you, but the son. He wants you to be conformed to the image of Jesus Christ. You got to ask yourself, how much of Jesus am I letting work in me? Huh? That he might be the firstborn among many brethren, verse 30 said. Moreover, whom he did predestinate, them he also called. In whom he called, he also justified. In whom he justified, them all. Oh, you better not mess with that story. You better not mess up your walk with God. All that God that said He done done to you, He called you. In whom He called, He justified you. Amen. You still trying to, you still trying to uh, uh, walk by the dictation of how people think about you. You still trying to walk by the dictation of how folks say you used to be. Come on, somebody. Yeah, you ought to stop. But well, we did have fun doing. Come on, somebody. You got to come out of your old man. If you want to be glorified in God, you got to come out and let God do what God want to do with you. Amen. What shall we say then to these things? If God be for us, who? You ain't going to have no excuse why you didn't get it done. Because the Bible said, if God be for you, who can be against you? In other words, who can stop you from doing what God said you can do? Or what God had told you to do? What God had called you to do? Huh? What God had labored for you to do? Oh boy, gonna be some folks in trouble, ain't it?